Before we get into the episode, we want to tell you about a podcast we love and think you will too. It's called Mental Brief. It's back for its second season. The Forward turned one of the most historic advice columns into a fun, modern, conversational show. Each week, two very different Jewish mothers, Gina Green, a black writer and movement builder from the South, and Lynn Harris, a comedian, will come together with the Forward's archivist, Hannah Pollock, to dish on the dilemmas of Jewish American life, identity, culture, and politics. Both historic and conversational, we know Up Until Brief will quickly become one of your favorite new shows. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Rachel Pegram, and the last thing I prayed for was to be able to throw my ass in a circle. Um, all right, folks, we're here. We're family. Welcome to Pray For Us. It's a podcast about religion, but you already knew that. <clears throat> you already knew that. We're your hosts, JC and Jessica, two former co-workers and current millennial Jews based in Los Angeles. Today, we're interviewing comedian and writer Rachel Pegram. Rachel just wrote on the upcoming series Blockbuster for Netflix, and she's absolutely fucking killing it. So welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Yay. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited it's to like have to you. talk to you. Yeah. Okay, I have to pump to be I here. have to ask you something that's been on my mind. I just want to jump right into it. Okay, mm-hmm. your name is Rachel. Who are you named after? Uh the the Bibles. Rachel. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. She's famously, famously the Old Testament Rachel. Yes, yes. Classic, classic Rachel. She was one of the, ma- there's like the matriarchs and the patriarchs, right? No? Yeah. Yes. Of course. <laughs> it's like all coming back to me. I feel like because I'm biased and I'm Jewish, I always think like Rachel is a Jewish name because I was taught the Torah growing up. But as I've grown older, I'm like, so many people are named Rachel. It's a very common, beautiful name. I feel like it's timeless. I definitely think it's timeless, but I really, I often assume you got to be a a biblical Rachel. I assume most Rachels are biblical (laughs) Rachels. Rachel Green from Friends. Rachel Maddow. (laughs) That's a biblical, yes, that's a biblical Rachel. I I mean, I I mean, Rachel is a Jewish name. That's a, I mean, it's just, it's classic. Well, it's an Old Testament name. And yeah. I mean, the Old Testament is, you know, known for being one with the Jews. Yeah, absolutely. Before the split happened. <laughs> before, before the Great Divide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of the Red Sea. What are, what are the other names? It's Rachel, Leah. Rebecca. Rebecca? Rebecca. Sarah? Yeah. No. Sarah's I not I need to look involved. this up. It's Rivka, Rachel, Leah. I'm missing one. It could be Sarah. This is how Rivka. Wasn't Sarah start. with Abraham? Abraham, yeah, the men are Abraham, Isaac, Jacob? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, because Jacob's with Rachel. Oh, yeah, they were a couple. Is Jacob with Rachel? Yes. So, so <laughs> you Rachel. Said that like, oh my God, they're still together? They dated? So Jacob and Rachel, they had 13 kids or how many sons? <laughs> Anyway, they had a lot of kids, Mm -hmm. unlimited amount of children. Just because for accuracy, it is Sarah, Rebecca, Leah, Leah, and Rachel. 
or Rahel, okay. whatever, however you want to say four, it. Four, four. Though just the yeah. four girlies. Those are the four girlies. And who are the four boys? Oh, I didn't look that Who are the four men? Know. Oh, whatever. Fuck them. We don't care. This is a no boys club. No men here. We probably have like eight male listeners. Um, none of them are straight. And we love that. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. So mm-hmm. you're named after the biblical Rachel. This mm-hmm. was a conscious effort, I assume. What? How, how did your parents raise you? Let's get into it. Yeah, well, I mean, my mom, so the way that I was named was very specific. My mom has a Z name, her name's Zalinda. Uh, and so, and all of her siblings have Z names. It's like Zandra, Zelman, Z, whatever. Whoa. And so like, but she was like over it when I was born. She's like, I'm not giving you a Z name. And then my dad wanted me to be named cause I grew up in Texas. And so my dad wanted me to be named like Bar, Bar no, Brenda, <laughs> Brenda Roshan. He wanted me to be Brenda Roshan so that people could call me Brenda Rowe. And my mom was like, absolutely not. There's no way that's happening. And they got into a big fight. Didn't talk to each other for wow. weeks about the name. Okay. Didn't bring up oh the name goodness. at all. Sorry, no, they talked, they spoke, those people, <laughs> but they didn't talk about the name. They just dropped the name <laughs> until the day that I was born. And the nurse, like, as my mom was holding me, the nurse is like, so what's, you know, what's her name? And my mom, without looking at my father, says, her name's Rachel. <laughs> You're not a Brenda Rowe. You're not. I gotta tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Did your dad ever, you know, take back that statement that, or does he pretend like that never happened? <laughs> a little bit. Like when the story, it's like, I think now obviously they're more comfortable with it, but uh, it definitely seemed like, cause he wanted me to be named Brenda Rowe because his name is Billy Ray. And so that was oh, like, oh, you. you know, kind That's of. That's some Texas shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want you to be named Miley. sadly sadly but yeah yeah so I think my mom just on her own was like I'm gonna I have always liked Rachel in the bible Mm -hmm. and so it's gonna be Rachel that's a like feminist beginnings I love that (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of it that way but yes you're Mm -hmm. right where in Texas did you grow up uh near Dallas Cool. So did my boyfriend, like Whoa. Fort Worth area. Oh, yes. I've never been, so I have nothing negative or positive to say, but he really liked it. You know, it's definitely mixed, but uh, yeah. overall good. <laughs> <laughs> overall solid. <laughs> overall, like, yeah. You know, overall, I get it. And I like it. Lots of bad. What's the vibe, <laughs> you know? like, from, from your, what was the vibe of your childhood in outside of Dallas, basically? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, the vibes were good, the vibes were fun, loose, you know, I was I was a kid, so it was a lot of like playing, et cetera. Definitely, definitely one where I don't think I realized kind of the ways that it wasn't great until I got older. Sure. And so it would be just like little like microaggression kind of stuff that would happen as I was a kid, which I think happens to black kids across the country, but like- totally. It's just very like, oh, I didn't realize how much of it was happening until I got older. Mm-hmm. I, my high school, I went to a group with, I made a group of friends that are still some of my closest friends to this day. So it's like, I don't know, it's not all bad. That's great. Did you go to public school? I went to a public high school, but I went to a private elementary school. And that was, that was, it was an Episcopalian school. There we go. <laughs> What's the tea with Episcopalians? <laughs> You know, the Episcopalians, 
Italians are really trying to separate themselves from Catholics. Yeah. Like they're really trying to be like, that's not us. Um, <laughs> to the point where while my, like, while I was in school, they changed the name of the school from the school, like school's name, St. Whatever Episcopal school to St. Whatever's cathedral school. So that they'd be mm -hmm. like, well, it's just, you know, kind of generally religious. It's like more like, secular. Yeah, yeah. But they were, but they were definitely still, um, uh, they were still Episcopalian. But yeah, I mean, I guess they're just like Catholics with less rules. But that sounds good. What, what made the elementary school Episcopalian? Like, did you have, did you have like Bible study in school? Were you taught by nuns? Like, what was the deal? Damn, I wish I could, could have been taught by a nun. That's like, would have been cool, but no, it was just like, I think so, right? Because yeah, don't I people have so. stories of like getting beat by nuns and stuff? Yeah, I that's, mean, I know that's not, not <laughs> the headline they want, but no, I, it was, we would go to chapel like every morning. So we would go to like church for an hour each morning. And then once a month we would do like communion, which would be multiple hours. And like, I always thought that was so bizarre. I mean, I think communion is interesting in general. It was like real wine and we're really? like literal children and they're yeah. having us go around and we're like drinking little sips of real wine out of a big gold cup, all of these kids together. I'm like, no wonder we're getting sick every other day. <laughs> it helps build up immunity. This is disgusting. <laughs> I guess, but... <laughs> We, we need to be learning. We need to be in school. Yeah, that's an hour lost every day. I sure. wonder what, what communion looks like in a post-COVID world. Like, what's how are they handling the big goblet of wine? I don't know. I mean, but that is very, like, the goblet thing is, like, very Catholic. It's very Episcopalian. I feel like, because the church I went to on Sundays was not Episcopalian. It was oh. called... Uh, it's a Protestant church under the denomination of Church of God in Christ, and it's a predominantly Black uh, denomination. And so that we, the way we did communion was like just little crackers, and then you do like a shot, essentially, of cranberry Yeah, that juice. sounds great. Yeah. Like a little snack. Yeah, yeah. No sharing, you know, there's nothing like being transferred. That's better. Yes. <laughs> so you grew up. Episcopalian or no? Do you have to be Episcopalian to go to this school or how would you like identify? Oh, definitely did not grow up Episcopalian. Okay. I grew up in the in the Kojic in Church of God in Christ Church. Okay. And so that's the where I went to every Sunday and then also Wednesday nights. And then I went to Episcopalian school, which was just a private school. And honestly, the reason that they I think my mom was just like looking for a really like I don't just like you know looking for a good school mm -hmm. to go to and she came across this one and uh they kind of let me in on like scholarship and stuff because there's no black people at this school wow yeah that must have been wild yes but it wasn't like there was no it was only white people I, I went to school with some uh Pakistani kids and some Korean kids and some Indian kids so it was like diversity light. It was like we were there all was one, yes. diversity. So like we were like one of show. each. Exactly. It was exactly. Just, just one of each. Just like, oh, okay, cool. Checking each little box that we can get. That was exactly my high school as well. I didn't go to private school, but I went to a very, very, very small public school. And we had like one of everything. And my my immediate friend group, like I 
was the Jew, and then we had a blonde, and then my best friend is half Puerto Rican, half Cuban, and then my other best friend is Chinese. So it was just like the four of us, and we were, you know, could have sold that school, but um, it was public school, so it didn't need any selling. But it was crazy, because like, I mean, obviously our world is so rich in diversity, and then just depending on where you grow up, it's crazy that you don't like experience that until you leave high school. Oh, yeah. Like it's so uh, narrow. What was it like going from <laughs> private school to public school? I mean, it was it was great. I was I was the one who initiated it because like I the, so that school I went to until I was a certain I was like in sixth grade and then my mom switched me to another school for middle school. And so that school was uh, still Christian, but different, scarier Christian. Like this, like interestingly, the Episcopalian school was way more chill and like, yeah, learn about all the different religions. It's cool to know about uh, everything. But then this school was very like, if you have Harry Potter in the school, you are going to get kicked out, which was like, I brought it out to like read one day and they were like, you need to you need to go like put it away they'll like get you and it was very like uh of, of like the science textbooks were like evolution is uh fake because here's why and it's because giraffes don't make sense <laughs> if they if evolution is real I, if i can see the image like they, they put of like a giraffe drinking water and they're like a giraffe wouldn't be able to drink water like it does if evolution was real and i was like what like I, I didn't even fully understand it but I knew that this wasn't right and like they it was just like not a great school it's like way more like actively racist and uh people were just like way like a lot more aggressive with like me and I just like also I was you know a teen so I was horny and I wanted to date people and kiss yeah. and like quite literally no one and I mean not even just the sack of shittest little Bella did <laughs> want to look at me twice and I, I'm you know I, I I I know I looked good for a teenager not to try and sexualize my teen self but Only you can own it it's okay you can do that <laughs> Um, but I know I had big tits and that's all that really mattered at the time. And so, but yeah, so I just, and I knew then, I knew then when no one wanted to suck on my tits as a 12 year old, I knew that I needed to go to a different, uh, high school. And so I, uh, told my mom, I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And so we sh let's go to another school, please. And she was like, fine, let's do it. Were there social opportunities in your middle school? Like, did you have like dances? Did you have like school organized Christian things that you were like supposed to go to? Like, what were the opportunities to even talk to boys there? Well, yes, there were. There were. And it was also that this school was a lot of the people had a lot more money than the school mm. I went to. So there were a lot of like birthdays or like events and stuff that were like at the country club, which is not something I had like experienced. And I, yeah. it was, so it was like a lot of stuff like that. I don't remember us having really dances, but like going to the track meets and stuff or like there's a girl who ha always had like a Halloween party and like it was like a really lavish one and like all of her land and like everyone had to get really dressed up and like this was a girl who every day she would bring wear her big coach like duffel bag oh, to school God. and like walk around Never with her little forget. coach sneakers and like walk and I was like oh my god this is what I need like I, this is who I need to be which I really didn't I wore Converse every day um you were but classy. uh yeah 
it was just very um it was it was an interesting it was an interesting time <laughs> it seems like you were going to church like quite a bit do you still do that or was it just like because your family did it yeah i i did go to church a lot uh growing up i think because of that i i have had less of a desire to go as an adult and then just kind of I, I really don't go to church at all uh, just because, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. There's a lot going on in there. It's a lot of, it's, it's a lot that I'm not interested in. Um, so yeah, but yeah, but it's, it went, it, we clocked in how many hours. I, w- I would be curious how much I've spent uh, with God, et cetera. Yeah. <clears throat> when you, well, so do your, does your family still live in Texas and do you ever visit them wherever they are? Yeah, they still live in Texas, and uh, yeah, I visit visit them, you know, holidays and all that. So when you go back for Christmas, do you go to church with them then, or have they kind of, like, abandoned it as well? Well, one benefit of the pandemic (laughs) um, uh, has been that a lot of people are going to, like, Zoom church or, like, their streaming church, and so now my dad just does that, and he barely liked going to church anyway on Sundays. Like, he liked going to church, he just didn't like to, like, he was I don't know he just would be lazy about it and so uh I'm like I got out of it in a lot of ways zoom temple or zoom church or zoom whatever religion you observe has been a huge time saver I will say Mm -hmm. (laughs) not that I ever attend zoom holidays but like the few times where it's been like a high holiday like Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. I can like log on for a second and just be like okay I did it and then like log off and I'll be like tell my grandma that I watched a zoom service you know whatever it just makes everyone happy it does yeah what time do you have to go to church on Sunday like nine this has been something that's been on my mind for a while isn't it? It depends on the church. It depends what. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I have early like service, like at eight or nine, and then they'll have the main service at like ten or eleven. And then do they serve you lunch after? You know, it depends. They really like. I feel like back in the day, like when a little before I was born, it was more commonplace to like have food after church, and then and then you might even stay after that. And you would go to the night service and then you'd kind of end up at church all day, which is kind of how my mom was raised. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. But yeah, they sometimes was some every now and then they'd have food afterwards. It's kind of a perk. Yeah, that's definitely a perk. Mm-hmm. If the food's good, yeah. it depends. It was usually good. Yeah. Um, I know my, again, my boyfriend who's from Texas, he always said that his grandparents after church would always go to the Olive Garden. And I was just like, that's something that you could do i guess as someone who's never been to the olive garden i can't relate i know it's like been a dream of mine to go well they didn't have one around where i grew up and then by the time i was old enough to like take myself out to dinner it was like everyone was telling me not to go to olive garden no don't listen to them you should go you know really you should go you know okay the best olive garden Now, well, maybe not the best in like, you know, flavor, et cetera. They're all going to taste the same. But whenever <laughs> you're in New York. I'm go- I'm going to be, I'm going to spend the whole summer in New York. So I will be there. Go to the Olive Garden in Times Square. <laughs> in Times Square. Okay? I'm just, I'm just saying it's going to be, I mean, it's, 
It's more expensive than any Olive Garden across the country. Thank God. It's the exact same food. But are you going to have just the cutest little view of Times Square <laughs> out your window? Okay, two follow-up questions. Do they serve, do they have a full bar? Yes. Will you come with me? Yes. Oh, All right. Well, then. That sounds fun. Have well, you had an Italian margarita? Because it is so sweet. And does I not taste like so. a margarita. Is it like an Aperol spritz, but like margarita-fied? This is an Olive Garden exclusive, okay? You oh, shit. <laughs> it's got a little bit of amaretto in there. <laughs> And tequila, which, as I'm saying, it doesn't seem that like that makes a me want to barf, but like I will try it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there might be like some lemoncello, like they made it more of like a lemon citrus heavy situation, but they, they stuck with the tequila. So that more power. And that me. seems smart. <laughs> you might need to write in a suggestion. I think I will. <laughs> Wait, do you live in New York or are you in LA? I'm in okay. LA, but I used to live in New York. I also want to take a moment. Did you just move? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> No, I moved. Well, I for me, it feels like I just moved, but I, it has been two years, so a little over two years. So during the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say you have the most perfect Zoom background. You look like you have your shit together. There's like a screen. <laughs> I don't know even like how, how it's like one of those like screens that you can like move around like a little like cover, mm. a beautiful bookshelf, a framed piece of art. I'm just really, I, I wanted to just give you props. I know, it's very nice. If you if you look in my background, there's a an empty box with a keyboard. <laughs> and then there's my pole and there's a Peloton. And it's just the whole clusterfuck, clusterfuck mess. So oh, that's nice. That's nice. I don't have a Peloton. So I wish I could, I wish I could show off the keys, a uh, <laughs> little keyboard in here. Both of y'all are music, have music inclinations and in they're in the background. And we You've do, got a true. Guitar in the background. I mean, come on. I never put that together. I mean, either. Sorry for the segue. I, I actually never <laughs> even realized that you had a guitar back there. I, I knew wow. that you were like taking guitar yeah. lessons, but. I need to get um, back on. I digress. Course. Okay. Continuing. So LA, you've been in LA for two years. You were in New York. What's what are your thoughts and feelings? Do you like LA more? Do you like New York more? You know, I I think probably I like New York more, just in general. It comes out. But I like being in LA right now. Um, I think it's I feel that where I'm supposed to be. Uh, so that's a nice feeling. Yeah. 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 Do you think, are you like a very spiritual person or like into like manifestation and like astrology and stuff or? Mm, yeah. I think spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. Cause like something about like, uh, I think I've, I've spent too much time in religion to not feel like there's something outside mm -hmm. of me. Um, that feels too, too, too dark, mm -hmm. too sad. But I, but I, <laughs> I feel like, Sometimes with stuff that's like astrology and manifestation, like I think I want to do it or like I think I want to kind of know and get into it. And then I give up pretty fast. Yes, that's <laughs> and me I kind of just I'm like, yeah, OK, so it's Saturn. OK, a retrograde. Like, <laughs> yes. All right. We're in it. And then I'll be like, this is too much. I have no idea. I can't keep up. It could be anything. It could be anything. The cr I, I am the same exact way. There was like a time probably right at the start of the pandemic where I was obsessed with like 
what my Saturn return was going to be. And mm-hmm. I was like, my Saturn return's coming up. My Saturn return's coming up. Like, I need, to, I need to be on the lookout for, like, big life changes or big opportunities, whatever. Two and a half years passed in the pandemic. And two weeks ago, I was like, oh, I, like, forgot about my Saturn return. Like, let me look up when that was. Mm-hmm. Bitch, it was a year and a half oh, ago. I missed done. it. I missed my... Mine's done. Wow. I, I went and I missed it. So, shit's not real. Damn. It's a wrap. Incredible. It's a wrap on that. My Saturn return is supposed to be happening right now, and I've been waiting for a promotion. But what, like, is supposed to happen, really, during your Saturn return? Like, because I think I, too, am near, around, just past, or about to start. How, if you don't mind us asking, how old are you? 29. Okay. So, okay, so yeah. It's, when's your birthday? October. Okay, so we're all we're all like literally the exact same age. I'm November uh, and I'm 29. Okay, bitch, I was about to say that. (laughs) So, Rachel, I think yours also like just passed. Oh, interesting. Oh, and then Jess, I guess yours passed. No, mine's happening right now. I had Diddy, who we had on the podcast. Everyone go back and oh, well, it also depends like what time you were born. It's it's the whole thing. I just put mine into a chart, and it told me I missed it. So. You know what? Maybe the chart's wrong. Maybe, Maybe the chart is it. wrong. Because these charts, who's making it? That's who's a good even question. Doing that? That's a good point. You know, I they probably ha- the they can profit a lot off of telling people it's not their Saturn return. Oh my gosh! And you know what? I didn't even consider that for a second. I was like, probably the chart that I just googled in the first one I clicked on. Like that's for sure, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think they do lose a lot of people to like the complications. Like, let me know if you agree or not. Christianity, pretty easy to wrap your head around. And like, you can figure out the details like later on or after you join. Astrology, even Judaism, it's like there's so much that you have to understand before you really fully commit. What, I don't know. What are no, you're right. I mean, with like Christianity, it's just like, yeah, you're like, you're all born with sin. Jesus died for your sin. And then you can be cleansed of your sin. There it is. Easy Just kind of that's the that's the vibe. That's the but then line. Astrology is like what? Yeah, what is the truth? Like, be be you. Isn't that kind of the, the whole thing? It's like it's like you're learning more of yourself because it's like the signs are like to tell you about you. Yeah, it's like be you, but then like don't be with like any of these nine signs. Right. And the moon and the sun and the stars and the time of day and the all of these things. It's just like it's a lot of information. Yeah, but is it more like, you know, like it's less about like how you should be living, but more just like giving you parameters of like what your life is like. So like when you hear it's like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, does that mean like you need to be start? start doing something different or does it just mean like hey it's gonna be like this so yeah live accordingly that's it's kind of like therapy in that way where if you say to your therapist like i want to kill myself or well that was a bad example but if you (laughs) say to your therapist like (laughs) get you some help (laughs) if you said to your therapist like i i cheated on this test or i like did something bad at work they'll reframe it for you and make you feel like you did the right thing, kind of, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what astrology is, too. It's just, like, giving you a place to look for answers and, like, explanations as to why you're a certain way. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, would agree I don't know too. anything. Yeah. So, back to you moving here. <laughs> <laughs> did you 
obviously we had mentioned that you just wrapped writing on this Netflix show, which is amazing. Did you move here for a job? Did you move here for comedy or were you just like ready, ready for a new scene? No, absolutely was not ready for a new scene. I don't think I would have. <laughs> I would not have moved if I wasn't forced to. I moved out here for a job, a job that I thought I was only going to live here for six months. And gotcha. then the pandemic happened. And so I ended up staying through a series of events. Were you in a room, like a writer's room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based off of some research we did, do you, are you, you have a boyfriend, right? Yes, I, I Okay, do. I was so afraid you're going to be like, no, we <laughs> broke up. <laughs> yeah, ten minutes ago. So <laughs> literally right before this podcast, I called him and I said, "This because is done." Of this Did you move out to here together? Did you meet him after you moved here? We no. So I knew him before I moved out here. When I came, when I moved, so like I moved in like February of 2020, and then he Good came time to, to visit move. me. <laughs> yeah, no, it seemed cool. It seemed all right. You know, everyone was talking about COVID, but I thought it wasn't, we weren't even calling it COVID back in that time. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it seemed all right. And then he was coming out to visit me early March and like truly right before, a week before we ended up all locking down. And I remember him like just flying out. He's like, yeah, I'll stay the week. Like, oh, I was like, okay, great. So like he only had enough stuff for one week. Um, and then uh, lockdown happened and it was like, oh, okay. So I guess you should stay. Um, and he just ended up staying for a while and the place I was staying at was so much nicer than the apartment I had with two different roommates. Uh, oh. And so I was just like, well, I'm just gonna stay. I had a sublet for a month or two. And then I just ended up finding some, like just giving up my apartment and somebody uh, took took over my lease in New York and same with him. And he had his family move all his stuff out and put it in a storage unit and then we just found, and then we found a place later that year wow. of our own. Okay, that's an Anna Kendrick Miles Teller movie <laughs> in the making. But... Wait, have they been in a movie together? Yeah, it's called Snow Day, and they get oh snowed in God, together. Yes. <laughs> no, it's Anna Kendrick, right? It's not, not. Sorry, it's not called Snow Day. It's called One Night Stand. What is it called? One Night Stand. Yeah, a forgettable film. Know. Is it Anna Kendrick? A very forgettable <laughs> film. I can't even remember if it was Anna Kendrick or not. Or Miles Teller. But it seemed like they would be like simpatico in, in a movie like that. Okay, so the reason I was asking you about your boyfriend <laughs> is I want to know what his religious background is and if that was an issue or something that was not an issue when you guys first got together. No, um, he's he did not grow up religious at all. So he's, I think he, he said his grandmother, would, I hope I'm not misremembering this, that his grandmother was a preacher for a little while at a universal, like one of those oh, like yeah. coexist kind of churches. What's it called? Universal Unitarian, Unitarian Universalist. Universalist. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She was like, I think a preacher for a moment and like no one wanted to go to the services, Aww. but then he would go because like, he just like wanted to go and like see his grandmother, but I don't think she did it for a long time. But yeah, he didn't really grow up with a lot of religion. So, you know, when I f introduced him to my parents at first, my mom was like, mm, I wish, you know, but like she also gave up pretty quickly. That's um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, also my very brief boyfriend in high school uh, was kind of Mormon. So I feel like that mm. was the like intro for 
not having a Christian yeah. partner. Define kind of Mormon. <laughs> well, the way he, he was self-described as Mormon by association, that's what he, okay. but he like grew up Mormon. His parents were Mormon. All his siblings, like everyone was Mormon, went to Mormon church, but like, he was like, I don't really believe in this anymore. So an appropriate amount of Mormonism. Yeah. Yeah. In my book, at least to each their own, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's there's a lot there's a lot going on in a lot of organized religions. And that's why we're here to yeah. crack, <laughs> crack down on organized religion. Yeah, this is the campaign. <laughs> Do you guys ever think that organized religion? This is not on the outline. I'm going rogue right now. Do you ever think that organized religion will go away one day, or is it always going to be here? Bitch, in this country. <laughs> Rachel, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I feel like, because like religion comes from like wanting to understand like what, like stuff beyond mm-hmm. why we're here. And I feel like even if science literally explains it to a T, like, okay, we have an answer for exactly everything, which they kind of do. But like, let's say like, it's even more specific. <laughs> I feel like there's still gaps that people would want to have filled by things that they... Like the same way, like astrology and stuff. Like, I feel like it's all trying to answer like why. And I wish organized religion, I mean, because it can be so predatory. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the bad thing. But the stuff that's like community and wanting to connect and understand life, that feels, that's good. That's yeah. good. Inherently, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it'll just adapt right yeah. like there'll be something a yeah. hundred years from now that's like we probably don't even get but it's like some other new understanding hopefully of i mean religion I, or whatever yeah i think as long as individuals keep having children and they are interested in passing along some sort of tradition or keeping some sort of community alive i think it'll stay stay pretty uh pretty relevant i mean hopefully we will stop using religion as a guide to make our laws, even yeah. when we're supposed to have a separation of church and state, that could end. That would be nice. That'd be great. That would be wonderful. But otherwise, I think uh, I think we're in it for the long haul with, with organized <laughs> religion. Oh, yeah. It's really not going, really not going anywhere. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot of baggage that it comes with. So like something about Southern Baptists recently. There's oh, what's going on with the Southern Baptists? They're like covering up like sexual abuse and like they knew abusers and it's like, yeah, there's always this like, like there's and also like Hillsong is has all this stuff that's coming out about them. Like we talk about Hillsong a lot. We do. We talk about it a lot because there's they're always in the news. Like they're always covering shit up. Carl Lentz is psychotic. Mm-hmm. Are either one of you Vanderpump rules people? No. No. Okay, forget it. Moving on. This never I happened. did watch a. I, I have seen a little of Lisa Vanderpump on um, Be- Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Beverly Hills. That feels like a different yeah, universe. Yeah. I I don't keep up with Vanderpump, but there was a wedding that happened between two individuals on the show, and they had a hot priest or like a priest that they really loved officiate their wedding. But there was like all this backlash afterwards because, of course, he had like thousands of homophobic tweets, um, and it's just like. Keep it to yourself, man. Yeah. Just 
Oh, Especially if you're gonna be on TV, like come yeah. on. It also feels like maybe we could have done a bit, bit of light vetting. Yeah, light. How vetting. hard is it to just poke around, make sure that your yeah. pastor isn't a pedophile? <laughs> well, that seems, was like part of yeah. the drama is that it was assumed that the bride and the groom knew that these were his views and that they kind of just hoped that it wouldn't oh. get leaked to the public, but um, obviously it did. Mm. Rachel, if you were to get married. And I don't know what your beliefs are on marriage or if you've even had this conversation with your boyfriend. So sorry for bringing this up if that's awkward. But would you want to have a religious deity or person officiate your marriage? Or would you have like a friend or family member or a judge? Like what, what would what route would you go? I would probably go friend or family member. And if it just so happened that it coincided that they were already some kind of religious whatever but i don't think i would necessarily want to like have a priest yeah um i i don't need that i don't necessarily need a church either yeah no <laughs> what about you jc what would you do uh i don't know i mean i definitely don't want a friend okay or I, yeah, I'm just, like, not interested in having a friend. I kind of just want, like, a random person, like a courthouse official. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I'm down to have a rabbi, but I don't have a rabbi right now that I have, like, a connection mm-hmm. with or that I know. So I also don't really want, like, a random rabbi. So either, like, a random person that means nothing to us or if I somehow find a rabbi that is, like, young and cool and I connect with before I get married, then mm-hmm. great. All this to say, kind of medium and different. I just, like, don't want it to be a friend because then I feel like whoever I pick it would be like weird that I didn't pick someone else maybe yeah or mm. I can't think of anyone that my partner or not partner oh god that um <laughs> <laughs> that Jack and I both feel like super strongly about mm-hmm. like obviously we both love our families mm-hmm. but it would be weird to like pick one over the other mm-hmm. I don't know something that I wanted to put out there I just wanted to do a vibe check I didn't know where people were at because it's wedding season, we're talking a lot, it we're seeing a lot of weddings mm-hmm. on social media, we're attending season. a lot of, so, of weddings, some of us mm-hmm. are having a wedding, and it's it's something that's been on my mind. Wait, some of us are having Not me. Yeah, I'm I mean, just saying, oh, oh. <laughs> listeners, oh god, no. And oh, I like, oh, I was like, are you getting married? <laughs> I was like, are you jumping no. in right now? What if that's how I announced you- it? <laughs> That would be, I mean, amazing. Just bury it. That's what you want. That's a really good way to get people to listen to your podcast. Like, give them very big news in your podcast and then see if they, like, ask you about it. Maybe. Anyway, Rachel, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have four half-brothers and one half-sister. Oh. Where in the world are they and are any of them um, religion advocates? (laughs) Um, they are, they're in Texas and one is in Florida. Uh, they're, they're pretty, I mean, you know, religious light. Okay. I would say like, they're all, I think like have a relationship with going to church in some capacity, but it's never been like hard. Like I never feel like they're hard the pain on it. Um, (laughs) That's great. That's kind of the best way. Religion light. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I think some of them, as they've gotten older, have gotten a little more religious, but that's kind of like what happens sometimes. Anyway, do they have kids? Yeah, some of uh, they, a few of them have kids. Like, I uh, yeah, yeah, and then a couple of them have kids. The kids have kids. 
The kids have kids? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Grandparents. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine being yes. a grandparent. Uh, you're like, yeah, I'm that's a, actually how well, it works. Yes. Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a great aunt. You are a great aunt. Crazy. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Insane. Because I'll probably live to be a great, great aunt. That's such a yeah, good Yeah. I mean, you're young as hell. Yeah. Perhaps even a great, great, great. Like that's not so crazy. My mind They're is like, no. okay, she's having. She's a uh, my uh, like oldest niece had kids, and not even the, some of the ones that are younger than me have kids. Or sorry, the one that's older than me has kids, and then the younger ones are having kids as well. And so some of them are maybe like what five, six now. Yeah. Give them what ten years if they're young years. parents, okay? <laughs> if they're sixteen 15 years old, just popping them out. Please having a kid. <laughs> I mean, it could I, happen. Yeah. And then we're, it's a great, great. And they're definitely going to have a kid in my lifetime. So, bam. That's really hard for me That's to wrap my head around. fucking crazy. But I think it's good that people are living long <laughs> and having children. <laughs> but I think that procreation is great. Can you fucking shut up? <laughs> Maybe you should hold a beat on procreating. <laughs> Don't worry. I am. Um... I know, like, if my kid is going to be as annoying as my dog, like, there's absolutely no one kids. Um, I was going to ask, since we've brought up Texas so many times, um, I'm legally obligated to ask you if you're a King of the Hill fan. Man, I did not watch it growing up, but I've been watching it recently because my boyfriend's very, was very into it. And I have been loving it. I was like, wow. Wow. Had no idea. And it's so Texas. It's like, it's incredible. It was like something else growing up. Like I thought it was like some weird right wing, like cartoon that I wasn't supposed Mm -hmm. to watch as like a New Yorker. And then obviously, I don't know. I said obviously, but right now I work for Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. So they created King of the Hill. And now I have been rewatching it from start to finish um, for the second time. For the second time. Promote this girl. Because well, I watched it. I watched it. For, I've been promoted. Bitch. Again. Like, come on. Uh, I'm killing it. But I, I watched it when I first got the job, but I kind of like, you know, whizzed past it, maybe like skipped mm-hmm. some episodes. And now I'm like hunkering down because I am like simply out of TV shows. But yeah, shit is good. No, it's great. I wish I would have watched it when I was younger. I feel like I, I was like similar where I thought like, well, cause I think I thought it was closer to like Beavis and Butthead, which I thought was a little, when I watched it as a kid, I was scared. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Like it, just like the way they looked, I think I was, was scary to they me. Scary. And so I just assumed because like the style is very, it's the same artist. Yeah. Mike Judge. Yes. Yeah. All right. So it's like the, so it looks similar. And so I was like, oh, I don't know that I'm going to like King of the Hill, but then it was like, oh, it's like a 1000% different show. <laughs> Oh, 1000%. And I was that way too with Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy. Yes. I, Ren and Stimpy is not Mike Judge, but those two shows scared the fuck out of me. Like I would see Ren or Stimpy. I don't even know which one is which from like miles away. I'd be like, you have to turn that off. Like I will not sleep for nine weeks. Like, Yeah, it's too scary. And it's cartoons. So why is it so scary? Hmm. I know it's like four children. Sometimes those are the scariest <laughs> shows because there's no no boundaries, no rules. Speaking of Texas, again, I use the same segue, but it works. Do you think that Texas has changed in the last two years or Dallas specifically, like where you're from, like since the pandemic, like has it become more conservative, less conservative? Are people like more into God, like less uh, uninhibited or 
What do you think? I mean, I definitely think Texas has changed in the last few years. Um, I feel like people are uh, more, if if it's possible in in Texas slash the U.S., more individualistic and more concerned about their own personal values and needs. Um, at least that's my perception mm-hmm. as an as a now outsider, former Texan. I guess you're always, always a Texan. Um, Once a Texan, always a Texan. <laughs> you know, there's a real state pride, which is something I didn't realize not everybody has. Um, it's a very, it's such an interesting thing because uh, you pledge to the state. And I didn't know that not everyone and pledges to the learn, state. Jess, did you know that they have, they have to learn Texas history? Like in Texas? They, oh, they we do are, that in did Arizona. You, did your school... Oh, we like didn't do that. In New York. <laughs> well, New York history is American history. <laughs> I feel like they teach yeah, that everywhere. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I think it's crazy that all of the Texas public schools have like Texas history in high school. You have it in in elementary middle and middle school, school as well. Oh my you gosh. do it. You do it. I, I remember we had to do Texas history like three times, maybe something like that. And then I'm sure that was bleak. Or and then fun. every day you have to pledge to the flag. Every morning you pledge to the American yeah. flag and then you pledge to the Texas flag. What's the Texas Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the Texas one state indivisible under God or something like that. So it's the same as the regular pledge? Yeah, but it's just you toss Texas in there. <laughs> Texas really is like its own country. I almost wish Texas and Florida could... Actually, I don't. I think it's better that they're part no, of America. No, Texas is so much better than Florida. You think? At least Texas has, like, a thing and, like, has culture. And fuck yeah, dude. Texas has great food. Yeah. And What about I Miami? Mean, listen, they've... I mean, sure, Miami can be its own thing, but the rest of Florida? I don't know. Yeah, Florida's lawless, I feel. Yeah. I feel is lawless. It's a little. it's a little more aggressive in certain ways to me. Like, um yeah absolutely. gun to my head galveston or tampa i'm taking galveston interesting yeah. i've never been to galveston so i can't say me neither i've also never been to tampa. Been to tampa. <laughs> <laughs> would you go back uh, if i had to sure for a layover yeah no <laughs> okay you can go anywhere for a layover what about to live somebody says okay you have to live in tampa for six months or you can live in Dallas for six weeks. I'd live in Dallas. Dallas seems really cool, actually. Yeah, so there you go. Rachel's the look on your face. <laughs> I've never been to Dallas, so I don't know. It's like, I'm obviously, I don't want to say fantasy. I mean, it's not though. like Austin, if that's what you're thinking. I was thinking no. it's like Scottsdale. Might be kind of like Scottsdale. Whatever. We're going off on a tangent. None of this is relevant. <laughs> No, 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 no. Dallas is nice. Dallas is nice. I mean, I don't know. I there's not a ton to do for a long time. I don't want anyone from Dallas to come come at me. But I feel like you could spend you could spend a solid week in Dallas and have a nice little time. I love that. Yeah. So we're all vacationing to Dallas. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Just sort of landlocked Dallas. (laughs) Girls trip to Dallas. Pray for us live from Dallas. (laughs) Yeah. You yeah, we'd have an audience from, there. Yeah, Reunion him. Tower. It's the little, there's like the, there's like the, there's this little building and then it's revolves and at the top, it looks like a microphone or like a little con- disco ball kind of thing in the air. And there's like a restaurant at the top that revolves 
And you can do it right in there. Do they have Italian margaritas? <laughs> oh, they wish. They wish. <laughs> Listen, I bet you could say, look, I'm gonna get pull up the Olive Garden website real quick. <laughs> can you make this? I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself an Italian marg later later this week. I'm excited about it. it. <laughs> we um, all do. Yes. We all do. I think I think we did we it. Did. Do you think we did it? Uh, wow. I think so. Rachel, do you think we did? Yeah, I think so. What if I was like, actually, no. Um, (laughs) Actually, buckle down because I have some shit I have to say. (laughs) I have about a 10-hour story to tell. Yeah, no. Um, Why don't you tell the peeps where they can find you, whether that's on social or live coming soon, um, either way or both ways. Where can they find you? I, on Instagram, at I am Rachel Pegram, and I'm coming to New York to do a show. Amazing. Well, this was so fun. Yeah. Thank you so thank much you, for your Rachel. time. We, yes, we had a, thank I was just like, we had a blasty blast. I had a blasty blast. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. That's like from a Dane Cook, like 2004. <laughs> oh, bit, never mind. Just, like, popped in I had mind. a good time. I thought this was a thought provoking and interesting, funny conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rachel. Thank y'all.